Hello, Jeff Storm. Eric Riley here. How you doing, buddy? Yo, what's up? How's uh, yeah. how's the week going? It's a long week. Ready to watch some college football again. Yes, yes, college football. <laughs> Dude, I tell you that during uh, college football season, it's probably one of the biggest things I look forward to is watching football on Saturdays. I love the NFL, but college football, I, I don't think there's anything like it. There, there's just something about waking up, having a nice yes. big cup of black coffee, watching game day, and then just settling in on the couch and uh, having a nice, relaxing college football Saturday. Dude, uh, that uh, you just told me a story, and I loved it. You painted a you painted a beautiful picture of what my Saturday, uh, Saturday normally is like. Um, That's what every everyone's Saturday should be like, dude. It's what it should be. But there are people out there, the weirdos that don't like college football. Feel bad for them. Blasphemy. Yeah, blasphemy. <laughs> Get out. Um. So let's talk about this past weekend. You went to the Penn State game. Did you get burnt? No. Amazingly. I was worried. And I cried, like an old, <laughs> I cried like an old woman out in the, while we were tailgating. <laughs> really? <laughs> because I was like, oh, no, it's getting hot. <laughs> it's getting real hot. I'm getting worried about getting burned. Jeff is uh, getting hot. <laughs> yeah, that was essentially what it was like. <laughs> You know, I, I, I didn't want to sweat. I was starting to sweat. I was getting very uncomfortable. Uh, but chafing? Are you chafing? No, nah, I was all right. No chafing yet. We were in danger. We were in the danger zone, though. <laughs> you know, I, bet, uh, I bet your dad was really busting your balls if you were whining. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, it makes a living on busting my balls. Like... <laughs> Uh, but it was good. I was there with my my dad, my two brothers, my brother who is currently attending Penn State. So he got the uh, the student section experience. Um, it, this is his last semester, so he's loving every moment of it. I bet. Um, yeah, I mean, he was he was uh, he was at the game when we went a couple of years ago. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, students looked like they got a little roasted at one point because the sun was beating down on that side of the stadium. And I got to say, like, I mean, there were some ambulances going. And I, I bet you there were some college freshmen there who were like, I've been waiting my whole life for this. This is the greatest social event. My whole life has been leading up to this moment. Opening day, Penn State football at home, 3.30 start. Uh Gonna gonna drink my face off from the time that I wake up until game time. And they probably and they probably woke up before they went to sleep the night before. Probably didn't even make it to the game. Might not even have made it to the stadium. Who knows? <laughs> they didn't even make it off the toilet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were some some pretty some kids in some pretty bad shape, and I bet that sun didn't feel good when you're in that kind of shape either. So that is the worst when you're hungover. And it's hot. Yeah. And your head's pounding. Oh, God. It's terrible. Yeah. Yes. Um, did you get a third quarter hangover, dude? Did you tailgate pretty hard and then have to just so, watch your so I, buzz fade away? I didn't I didn't get a third quarter hangover. I, I don't know what was going on with me. I didn't drink a ton of beer. I was like really, really in the zone. Like, I don't know. I told you last week I was feeling a little bit nervous. We talked about uh Appalachian State putting up like and we're back. Yeah, I don't know what what was up with that. It says that there's there's three people recording. I'm in here twice for some reason. All right. Well the uh wow. your your ghost better keep its mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> um um go ahead. You were saying you thought App State was gonna yeah. score some points. Yeah, I thought they were going to score some points, but like, uh, you know, I've been to some opening day games where uh, 
Penn State has lost. And then when you lose game one of the season, it's like, shit. Well, now what? Yeah. So I was like, I was, I was a little bit nervous. And, uh, you know, Appalachian State, I mean, they're not ranked, but they're, they're okay, obviously. You see what happened, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, it, I think they're one of the better uh, smaller schools. Um, definitely, I, dude, I did not expect that at all. And I, no. here's what I'll say. I got to watch the Penn State game on the projector screen, the wall in my house. I think you saw that picture yeah. I put up, which was yeah, really was awesome. Cool. Setup. Um, Penn State's defense looked a little confused. Their offense was did exactly what I thought they were going to do, scored a bunch of points, but the defense looked like a little, uh, little off. Not they gave up a lot of a lot of rushing yards. Um, 451 yards of offense they gave up, and 159 of those were on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, I know. I was there. (laughs) But they won. So, like, going back to what we were saying last week, if this is the NFL, it doesn't matter. They win. But it's not the NFL. So, they win 45-38 in overtime, and they drop to – uh, 13 in the AP poll and 10 in the coaches poll, which really doesn't really matter at all because it's all about the college football rankings when they come out. And that's not till like week eight, I think. Yeah. Um, but people thought that they were going to do a lot better. They still won. And I give them a lot of credit, dude, because McSorley, man, that pass he had to score that touchdown to send it to overtime, that yeah. was money. I, I have so many things to say about all of this. Um, Give it to me. Give it to me, babe. I, I completely uh, – so, so, like, there's a couple of things, I think. I don't think anybody was ready for – including the fans, ready for game one. Yes, I Everybody's saw – kind of like – I saw their faces on TV. Yeah. Everybody just kind of waltzed in. They are like, yeah, we're just going to take care of business. Uh you know, it's going to be like any other chumps. We're going to beat him to death and then, and then move on to uh, to pit and get 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 out of here. Happy Valley is going to be happy. Uh, so, like, it was quiet. It was quiet, and I think everybody got lulled into the false sense of like we have this. Like, Penn State came out, looked great. Offense looked great. Marched right down the field, scored a touchdown, first possession. Um, the, even with the kickoff return on the following on, – on the, the kickoff right after the, the first touchdown, it was like, well, shit. Okay, special teams got to get it together. It's game one. All right. We shouldn't have any problems based on what the offense did in the previous series. And then it, it all started falling apart. I felt like the offense really, really sputtered until, like, the third quarter um you know a couple three and outs and stuff like that it just wasn't like it wasn't clicking and the defense i thought was overall just looked like uh they weren't ready tackling was pretty bad uh a lot of missed tackles a lot of guys not squaring people up um like to see some better tackling but uh uh it got it, it got quiet real quiet for a while well, like um, you said, they they definitely sputtered. First half, end of the fr- end of the first half, it was ten ten, which I said last week. They usually it's usually a slow start. A lot of teams do this in the first game, and they don't know what you don't know. There's a lot of jitters. You know, I mean, you had a good year last year, so I kind of expected the ten ten. Then they come out the second half and they score fourteen points in the third quarter. Twenty four ten going in the fourth quarter, and that's where it went. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so like everybody got back to back into it, and they're like, "All right, all right, we got this." So, you know, it was the first quarter, everybody's figuring it out, and it was like, "No, no, no, there, there's some issues here." Um, the onside kick recovery. Come on, guys. It's like pay attention a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah. like, uh, 
Um, but I mean, there, there was, there were some really great things too. Like I thought the, I thought the running backs all looked pretty good. Miles Sanders looked strong. He was 91 yards, two touchdowns. Ricky Slade, man, surprising. Um, he only had 39 yards, but he looked quick and he's a little guy. Um, um he's, he had a, didn't he have a nice touchdown run, like 30 yard run, 27, 25, yeah. 30 yard run, something like that. Yeah. 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 That's big, man. That's. That's what you want to see from those those backs that are getting in the rotation. You want those guys to make plays like that because then they can't just key on one guy like it did with Saquon last year, which right. I got to say this before I forget. I said last time that Saquon is from Brooklyn, but he was actually he's actually from the Bronx. So I apologize. I screwed that up. Like I said, I'm an idiot. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> just just two idiots talking about college football. I probably I screwed up a bunch of stuff, too. Ah, eh. whatever. Eh. Eh. Um, but I mean, I think the real story of the game though is McSorley. Uh, McSorley has a history of just being a clutch guy. He never chokes. Uh, so many times last year, fourth led the team to fourth quarter wins. He's just he's just cool. Like he's cool as a cucumber, if you will. And you I hate cucumbers, though. I hate cucumbers, though. Ugh. <laughs> um, uh, so cool as a cucumber. You yeah, cucumbers. But you uh, like with Trace. Yeah, I like Trace. Um, I know I was critical of him, but like it took that fourth quarter to remind me of what what's really great about him and it's that attitude and you know, he I mean he really is a leader. Um so Trace was the story, I think, and then uh KJ Hamler uh talk about having the season flash before your eyes uh a minute 47 left tie game dude catches the ball in the end zone off the kickoff and uh doesn't look like he knows what he's gonna do with it stands there for a second kind of like takes a couple of steps forward and then decides to run it out um I think the entire stadium just like collectively almost passed out. Like it's just insane. And then he, I mean, what was that? Like a 42 or 52 yard return or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that shit will happen on those returns because the coverage team is like, you know, they teach, they teach you got to come down to kickoff, stay in your lanes. Right. And then, yeah. Uh, Run down. All those guys are supposed to cross the goal line, no matter what happens. If it's a touchback or whatever, and they're coming down, and they see this dude just standing like he's going to take a knee, and they, you know, they may not look like it. They probably slow up a little bit. They're probably just kind of, okay, I'm going to jog down here, and then the dude takes off, and it it throws everything off. So sometimes that that can be a good thing, but yeah, it definitely was a poop the pants uh, moment there, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so. So dude runs it out. It's like everybody loses their minds. 52 yards, a minute 46, minute 47. Offense starts to sputter a little bit. You get, you get yourself in, backed into a fourth and two with a minute six, and you're like, yep, this is it. We're losing this game. Season's <laughs> over. It's going to be one loss. Going into pit, this and it's not going to get any easier from here on out, except for Kent State. But whatever. Um, so, uh, I mean, we all know how it turned out, but but still, um, crowd showed up then. Uh, overtime, you know, clutch going into the student section for first uh, possession overtime. Um, it got loud then finally like everybody woke up in overtime i don't want to get off on a tangent or anything but yeah what the f my phone has been acting like a piece of garbage ever since at&t pushed some updates is this the galaxy s7 active that i also have it is yep dude mine has been complete poop yeah. So annoying. Uh, I don't know what the problem is. I, I can't. I used to have specific um, 
notification sound is, sounds for messages for different people that can't do that anymore. I can't, my, my photos, uh, don't work. I can't record videos on my phone. It says that it can't find the videos then after I record them. Yeah. It's, same. I don't know what the problem is. I'm about to throw it, throw it. Throw uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's because the S nine is coming out. Yeah. It's that little, that little string of code that says make your own act like a piece of shit. So you go buy a new one. Yeah. Bullshit. It should be against the freaking law. Bastards. Uh, well, hopefully it works. Um, um, so Hamler scored the touchdown then to, uh, from McSorley to, to send it to overtime. Yep. So he almost blows it when he comes d- debates on coming out of the end zone on the kickoff, but scores a touchdown to send it to OT. And then, dude, I think my opinion, we talked about the Heisman last week. If Penn State goes on to have a real good year, that's going to be one of those moments where McSorley had a nice Heisman moment to bring his team down the field, score the touchdown, go into OT, and eventually win the game. That's true. That is true. I, I know I wasn't a believer. I don't know if I – still not 100% there, but that's definitely a good starting place for the season for Trace. Yeah, the uh, the other thing that I saw that I thought was interesting, first game, there's usually a lot of penalties. I think App State had like 10, 10 penalties against yeah. them. And Penn State only had two, which was uh, – that's a big deal, man. That's discipline. Um, so carry that throughout the rest of the season. That'll help. And and winning a game like that in game one against a, an opponent, opponent that you think you're going to beat their ass um, – not getting down and actually just coming through and winning the game, that's going to go a long way too, I think, for the rest of their season. So we'll see how it yeah, plays I think out. That, yeah, I think that it speaks a lot for the team's character, even though that there's even though there's a bunch of young kids. Um, I mean, it's only, only good things, really. I mean, you won the game. You got to see a little bit of everything. Um you were challenged. You know what you need to work on. You got all week to work on it. And th- and now we're going into Heinz Field, 8 p.m. against Pitt. So um, I'm not going to say that it's like a, 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 a fork in the road yet, but it's like you have some things to work on, and, and uh, we'll see if they get it done on Saturday night. Yeah, they play the Pitt Panthers – Saturday night, ABC, 8 o'clock. I'll be watching. Um, Pitt last week beat the Great Danes from Albany. Oh, boy. What a freaking uh, mascot, the Great Danes. We're getting pretty specific there. I mean, down, down to the breed of dog. Yeah, the Great Danes, <laughs> the small horse dogs. That's what they should it's be called. Like- the New Jersey Yorkshire Terriers. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> no, that's nothing. It's just it's my, my, fa- my fantasy football team, maybe. <laughs> the Yorkshire Terriers. <laughs> yeah. uh, interesting note. Albany's quarterback is a sophomore by the name of Vincent Testaverde. What? Yeah, so Albany... The team that Pitt beat last week, 33-7, to their quarterback is Vincent Testaverde, the son of Heisman Trophy winning Florida, uh, former Miami Hurricane quarterback Vinny Testaverde. They want to be a little more proper with his name, so he's Vincent Testaverde. Um, I mean, there's only, there's only one Vinny. There's only one original Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, so that's why we got Vincent, and Vincent sucked against the uh, the Pitt Panthers. So Pitt's going to come into uh, week two, 1-0. Penn State's 1-0. Pitt had a nice rushing game against Albany, but again, it's against Albany. They ran for almost 240 yards. Their quarterback threw two touchdowns, ran one in, so he scored three, uh, three touchdowns for him. And uh, according to ESPN's 
game predictor, mm-hmm. they give Penn State an 81.6% chance to win. That's higher than I would have expected. Yeah, but this is like a computer thing. I don't even know how it works. Um, I, I just – I don't know. But I think it will be a close game. Um, I think if Penn State comes out and plays the way they did against App State defensively, they're going to have some trouble, um, especially if they don't tackle well. But uh, yeah, if they can step it up on defense, I think they can win this game. Um, but I have a feeling some of that hangover might carry over, and I think they might uh, it might be in for a tough one, potentially a uh, a first loss early in this this 2018 season. Anything's a possibility. I thought I lost you again. I, I, I was gonna kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was just taking a a deep breath, thinking thinking about a loss to Pitt. It hurts me. Um, you know who's got to step up? Juwan Johnson. has got to be a playmaker. Got to catch catch some balls. Dude, he There's had one – yeah, he had one drop that was like, what in the world was that? He almost looked like he was playing volleyball. Like, he was, I don't want to – get it out of here. I couldn't – Yeah. I couldn't believe – I was like, what the hell is that? So, so like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not – I don't know what's going on game one. Game ones are always so weird for everybody um, because, you know, there's no preseason or anything like that. Uh, so, we'll see. I'm not going to make any any assumptions about anything yet. Well, I mean, I we're going to make assumptions. But we're going to make both of our predictions before we we stop with this today for that game, and then for Notre Dame's game this week against Ball State. So let's quickly talk about Notre Dame. Uh, they get a nice win against Michigan at home, twenty-four seventeen, which I thought the score was going to be the other way. 24-17 Michigan, but I was wrong, thankfully. Um, so they got a nice win to start off their season, like Penn State. They're 1-0 going into week two. Um, their game's not as tough looking coming up as uh, Penn State's could potentially be. But I was I was pleased with Notre Dame's uh, win. I think they showed some promise. Their defense looked good. Um, freshman running back, retro freshman running back, had some nice nice – Nice runs, two touchdowns on the ground. Um, here's my problem, and I don't know if you watched much of the game. I think you said you listened to it a little bit on the radio. But my issue is that when Notre Dame gets ahead in these games, especially against a team like Michigan, they're up 21-10 at half, and they take their foot off the gas in the second half and only score three points. They play very conservative almost playing not to lose instead of just going out and putting their foot on the throat. And uh, that's, that's like, very frustrating. That's like the Joe Paterno style of, of football where it was like, all right, guys, we're ahead by one. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's hold on to that lead. Just, I, I had never been a fan of that. I, I can understand your frustration. Yeah. Very frustrated. In fact, I'm watching this, and it, Megan kept asking me, "Why are you getting nervous?" I'm like, D- "What are you? Do you not remember the last three seasons? This is how every game goes. It's a close game, and then they don't win; they lose." And I was just, I was like, my heart was pounding. I'm like, "Don't, please, don't do this to me. Please, don't do this to me." And you know, they came through. They pulled it out. Um, I think Michigan is a little overrated uh, offensively. I do think their defense is going to be pretty good but i don't think shea patterson's as good as everyone thought he was um at least from what i saw he looked confused he looked like he was a little um wrapped up in the moment yeah it looked like patterson or sounded like patterson and the rest of the michigan offense were uh playing in two different games like it was just a it seemed like just a weird mismatch of, of styles yeah, well, Notre Dame came with a lot of pressure. 
and they put him yeah. under a lot of pressure. They sacked him three times. They forced a few turnovers, the key one being at the end where they forced the fumble and recovered it. Michigan had no timeouts, and they could just take a knee. Um, but overall, I think the offense looked pretty good. Uh, defense looked great. And, uh, you know, the thing that stood out to me, receivers did a, did a good job of going up and getting the ball. Um, Brandon Wimbush looked like he was composed. He had some nice, real nice plays with his arm, and he had some nice plays with his feet, which – I expected and hopefully they can build off of that and they've got what should be an easy win this week against ball state, but you know, who knows? Um, we'll see what happens there, but if they lose the ball state, I might just dig a hole in the ground and bury myself in it. As you should. I mean, <laughs> you, you should, they could probably be on autopilot and win that easily. Um, yeah, you you don't have anything to worry about. Well, I hope not. Um, so both teams want to know going into week two. We've got some other games that we could talk about and coming up in week two briefly that might be yeah. interesting to watch. But before we do that, what do you uh, what do you got final score here for for Penn State? Uh, I'm gonna say it's. A little bit similar to what happened with App State. Um, Probably relatively close first half. Uh, But I think Penn State turns it on in the third and just starts to run away with it. And I'm saying Penn State 38, hit 27. I think that Miles Sanders is going to do pretty well. I think McSorley is going to do McSorley stuff. Um, And we'll see what, what happens with with uh, Johnson and Hamler, I think Hamler, I mean, he set himself up to be a star here. Um, you know, uh, kind of kind of a college football sleeper, maybe. Yeah. So, let's see. I uh, Last week I said I think Penn State will lose to Pitt. Um, and, you know, I thought about it a little bit today. I, I changed my mind. I think um, – as there's ominous thunder in the background here. Yeah. You hear that? Ooh. Right. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Penn State's going to win. Like, you're changing your pick? <laughs> <laughs> I think Penn State. You might want to rethink that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not rethinking it. I'm not. Penn State's going to win. They're going to win 28-24. Last week I said maybe Pitt would win, but I think Penn State – Got a nice kick in the ass last week by App State. They can't take any of these games lightly. They come out. They win. Going to be a little closer than it should be, but I think Penn State's going to win. They're going to go 2-0 and um, and continue on with their hopes of getting into the college football playoffs. Um, so let's move on to Notre Dame. Prediction from you <laughs> against Balls – I mean, excuse me, Ball State. Uh, against Ball State, a uh, thousand to three. I don't know. You know, like a win by a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. I think uh, someone was saying, someone asked me over or under fifty two points for Notre Dame, and I, I kind of say under because I don't think they they typically don't score a ton of points when they get in these games. Yeah. They put off the pedal, get some guys in, let try some different stuff. Um, so I think they'll score a lot of points. And Ball State's going to score little, <laughs> a lot to a little. That's my prediction. Yeah, I, I would say under under fifty two. Yeah, I agree with like you. Forty five ten or forty five thirteen, something like that. It was probably yeah. probably a good guess. So, I think both teams two and zero going into week three, and uh, uh, I think we'll both be happy guys on uh, at the end of the day on Saturday. Um, so, so here's my conundrum. Uh, bachelor party Saturday uh, night. Dude. Uh, brutal. Dude, well, I had my bachelor party. Remember, you were there. You organized it. My bachelor party, Notre Dame was playing that night, and we went to Maggiano's, and I was trying to watch the game at, while we were eating dinner on TV. <laughs> I also yeah. am, am this much of an idiot. Was at a wedding 
won't say whose wedding it is. It was not mine, but at a wedding that wasn't mine. This is try number eight on the <laughs> wonderful Anchor app. Piece of shit. Um, One out of five stars. All right. Yeah. yeah. Wedding on your own. Yeah. I was uh, not yours either. Um, <laughs> and uh, yep. I was watching Notre Dame on my phone during the wedding. Not during the wedding. Reception under the table on the dance floor. Had to go out to the car at halftime to charge my phone. You know, I'm one of those idiots. So, uh, bachelor party, ugh, that's tough. I mean, make it, make we, we played in bands. There's a couple occasions where we played on Saturday nights, and uh, we're talking about the games on stage. Yes. Like getting updates, asking the crowd for updates. Where the uh, hell were, I, we, yeah, I don't remember exactly what we were playing, but we played an acoustic show at like a, like a church hall, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, Notre Dame was playing USC when USC had Reggie Bush, the famous Bush push game. And uh, they were winning, winning, winning. I kept checking my phone. And I remember on the recording we have of the show, I, I go, oh, they lost. And I wanted, <laughs> to say, I wanted to be really vulgar and start screaming. And instead I went, oh, well, and put the phone back in my pocket. Oh, I was dying inside. I was dying <laughs> so what are you gonna do man you, you, well you've got the big 10 well they're on abc download the app on your phone whatever the espn or the abc app and just you know casually walk around with your phone in your face <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna pay attention to any of my friends or anything i'm just gonna be like football's on deal with it dude they should know uh, better i know i know don't schedule anything during college football season don't do it because I'm not going. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, some of these boys, Penn State graduates, graduates, uh, think they'd have a little something invested in the game. We'll see. Might end up someplace watching it. Um, well, just push for that. Just be like, yeah, you know, it'd be really cool if we could find a place with some TVs and I could watch Penn State. <laughs> I know it's your bachelor party, but I really want to watch Penn State, so we're going to make this about me. It's all about me. That's what I would do because I'm a selfish bastard. Um, <laughs> I'm always going to – I'm going to DVR it, though. Maybe watch it drunken <laughs> the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you, dude, you're going to have to really try hard to not let anyone tell you what the hell happens. You're going to have to, like, walk around with your fingers in your ears humming all night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in reality, if we don't end up at a bar that's got the game on, in reality, I'm probably just going to, like, keep getting updates on my phone and then watch a recap of it or something like that, which is, like, super shitty. But, I mean, what are you going to do, unfortunately? Yeah, it's quite the conundrum. Well, dude, I, it, you know, you could you could end up with diarrhea. I could. I could. Dude, these long pauses are killing me. I thought you were gone again, and I lit. I have a pen. It's about to go in my eye. <laughs> I'm just very contemplative today. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about all of the possibilities. Um, and also that apparently our time is limited before we get cut off or something. Yeah, I, this is bullshit. I don't know what we last time we did like an hour and twenty five minutes uninterrupted. Now it's like every five minutes, every three minutes, every six minutes it cuts off. So yeah. I guess we'll try to wrap this. We'll wrap this shit up, and maybe it'll be better next week. But um, just quickly, I, I, go ahead, go, go, go. Yeah, I, I wanted, I wanted to to talk about Michigan for a second and uh, Jim Harbaugh and and say, all right, so what's the deal with Michigan? Michigan looked like. Michigan didn't show up. Jim Harbaugh is now nine for nine in the last 18 and he's 28 and 12 overall. Brady Hoke got fired at 27 and 13. Yeah, but he's so, Brady Hoke. His name isn't Brady Harbaugh. So that's why Harbaugh is getting a pass. He's the golden child, man. Yeah, but um, Michigan, I mean, he's driving that program into the ground, it looks like. I don't know what their deal is. You think that they could get up for a big game like that? If you can't get up for a 
week one against Notre Dame at Notre Dame, two top 25 ranked teams, if you can't get your ass in gear for that, then uh, just quit now. I don't know what yeah. they were doing, man. It was uh, – again, it gave Notre Dame some credit. They came out and they attacked. They, like, they went right after him. They scored two touchdowns real quick. They said, we're, we're not going to let you guys – hang around too long and Michigan was like, what, what, what? Uh, right. In fact, I actually heard Harbaugh on the sidelines going, what, what, what? One thing we talked about last week too was Ohio State. What's up with them? What, what's going to happen with them? 77 yeah. points and 700 yards. I think they're going to be okay. They going to be all right. And then, uh, yeah, and they're, they're, their love, their beloved coach is back in some sort of role helping coach. But yeah, dude, I don't think, I don't think they're gonna have any trouble. I mean, yeah. from what from what I saw, I mean, they, they'll have some some tough games, but I think they're gonna be really good. Yeah. Um, and I looked up the Eagles Cowboys rivalry because the Eagles play tonight, first yeah. NFL game of the season, big big one against the Falcons. Uh. Here's the gist. In the late 60s, the Eagles sucked. The Cowboys didn't. And the Cowboys played them in 66. They ran up the score. The Eagles got really mad. The next year they got into a – or the next time they played that season, there were some uh, crappy cheap shots. One of the dudes from the Eagles got his jaw broken. Um, and the rivalry blossomed from, the year, from there as the Cowboys went on for the next 10 years and just owned the Eagles. So I think the Eagles started the rivalry, really, because they sucked and the Cowboys didn't. That's kind of what I uh, what I got from it. So maybe a little bit one sided. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually know, how many Eagles fans actually know that. I mean, you're just brought up with that hatred ingrained in in you. Uh, probably yeah. not many. I didn't know anything about it. Um, yeah. And the uh, and then obviously it got worse in the late '80s, and then uh, they booed Michael Irvin when he got hurt. Um, you know, all this well, shit. Goes I mean, that. they boo everybody. Eh, that's true. We like the boo. We're the boo birds. <laughs> so, um, speaking of NFL, uh, we talk about Eagles. I'm going to talk about the Steelers for a minute. Go for it. Opinions on Le'Veon Bell? Like, what do you think? Uh, what I, side of the argument are you on? I so I don't I have to admit I don't know as much about the situation as I probably should. Um from what I know and you can correct me if I'm wrong, he's holding out um he wants more money. Yeah. Okay. Give him more money. He's the best running back in the NFL. Hmm. Interesting. That's my that's my thought. He's I think he's the most talented running back in the NFL. You might be right. He's got a bad attitude, though, just overall, I think. Um, well, then, they, and then you got to make a decision as a team if you want to get rid of him or, uh, you know, if he's going to bring everybody down or you want to pay him. And uh, I don't know what their backup looks like. James Conner from Pitt. Oh, local boy. <laughs> Here we go. He's not wearing uh, a shit on Pitt shirt around there. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Is he the dude uh, that had? Um, he's the guy that is he the guy that had cancer? Yep. Oh, yep. dude, I'm rooting for him. Then get out of here, Le'Veon. Get out of here. He's not bad. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, at a certain, uh, what 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 I, what bugs me is like you start seeing what people uh, his his O line saying about him and stuff like that, and and you know. Usually the players don't talk too much shit on each other, but, it, you know, Ramon Foster comes out, Marquise Pouncey comes out, and they say, you know, uh, dude, you're being an asshole. He makes seven times as much money as I do, and I'm doing all the work, I, I think Ramon Foster said, or something like that. Um, yeah, he makes a lot of money. I don't know if, you're, if, he's, if Foster's doing all the work, but uh, – you start to question whether whether you know that locker room attitude is worth all the money. You get into yeah. a Des Bryant situation, kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you can find you can find good running backs. You don't have to necessarily have to have that superstar, but I don't know. They got to make a decision, man. He's he's definitely, I think, 
the best or one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. So, so got- he's not playing week one. He's boning over everybody's fantasy football teams right now. Uh, he's what he's protecting heck. his investment. Um, well, did he play a full cool. season last year? Uh, he did. Well, I remember, was it two years ago where he was hurt for the beginning of the year or he got hurt during the season? Or am I making that up? Um, was it last year that he played a full? Uh, let's see. Let's look up stats. Stats. Uh, stats. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. 2014, he got hurt. So I'm way off. How time flies. Yeah, we're four years later. I'm still living in 2014. <laughs> uh, man. They, they, it's up to that. I mean, they have to understand what, what they're getting if they, if they keep him. I mean, if he's doing this now, I mean, it just shows you what kind of attitude he has in general. He's not, it's not, yeah. it's not going to be an isolated thing. He's going to, he's going to do it in other areas too. Maybe, you know, locker room on the field. Maybe he doesn't play as hard because well, that's, that's like what I start questioning for. too. Yeah. That's why I start questioning too. So Steelers said they're not going to revoke the franchise tag. They'll make him sit a year if he wants to. Uh, Bell says he's protecting his investment, you know, uh, protecting himself from injury. Uh, as a Steelers fan, I'm pissed off because, like, Bell says he wants to retire a Steeler. Come on, man. Just take the deal. Be a Steeler. There's no other fa- – there's very few fan bases that are like Pittsburgh as widespread. Maybe the Cowboys. Right. Um, I feel like – Pittsburgh really appreciates those kind of guys, and I think he's putting a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Also, not so many years left on Ben. Uh, a lot of miles on that guy's arm. So uh, this might be the last year. Um, last year or two. I feel like all the flip pieces are in place to make a decent shot at a Super Bowl run. I don't know. Frustrating. Well, he he, that that definitely sucks. Especially it's happening now. Season's about to start. It's happening. What Sunday they play the Browns, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, shitty time to do this. Why why didn't he do this in preseason? I mean, why didn't he get this figured out in preseason instead of waiting to the freaking week one? Um, well, I mean, they 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 worked on deal. He just didn't take it. Steelers aren't packing down. Well, that, if that's the case, then I'd just tell him to beat it. Be like, all right, dude, we'll figure this that's out a different way. Unfortunately. Well, that's where we are now. Well, you got um, the Browns on Sunday, so should so, uh, given that it's the Browns, uh, people are changing their picks. Like the Steelers were an overwhelming favorite. And now they're like up. Oh, Levian's not playing. Or yeah. uh, Browns, Browns might win. Get no. the fuck out of here. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> uh, that doesn't change it. Come on. I mean, now if the entire first string offense for the Steelers was hurt. Maybe, maybe. Um, but no, I mean, not, the Browns, the it. Browns have definitely brought in some building blocks and stuff like that. Tyrod Taylor. Um, I mean, he's a, got a little bit of experience at quarterback. Uh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, I, I don't know man I don't think that that's I don't think it's happening for the Browns this week yeah Sorry, I don't think guys. you guys have anything to worry about still got AB uh, you still got Juju James Conner is not a chump uh, might be a little bit harder but sorry get your first win elsewhere Cleveland yeah not going to happen on Sunday for the Browns, even without Le'Veon Bell playing. Sorry. Um, and I don't think there are any Brown fans for me to say sorry to anyway, so I'm not sorry. Uh, I, actually, I actually work with a couple of Browns fans. Tell them to get out. Where Are they from Ohio? 
Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, then I understand. I was going to say, if they're from the East Coast, then ask them what, the, what, what, what they're doing. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, I feel bad for them. Browns yeah. Fans. I wanted to to change gears for a minute and get get your opinion, if that's all right. Non football related. Give it to me. Um, so we talk about music a little bit here and there. Last week yeah. we talked about Dave Grohl for a while. My my dad, uh, Flyers season ticket holder. Um, he get, as a season ticket holder, he gets four tickets to one of these concerts at Wells Fargo Center. Oh boy, just, give it to me. <laughs> It's a a decent sized list. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco. No idea who that is. No idea who that is. Uh, Nope. That's not the one. Get rid of that one. Cross it off. uh, Drake. Drake again. (laughs) I don't know why Drake's on here twice. Double Drake. Uh, Double Drake. Childish Gambino. Nope. Um, No. Andre Rowe. Rue? Andre Rue? R-I-E-U? No, never heard of him. Doesn't he? He's not real. That's not a real person. Game of Thrones. (laughs) Just Game of Thrones. What is it, like a musical? (laughs) I'm assuming it's a musical. Well, I mean, that could be interesting. Um, Game of Thrones. Let's look at that. Game of Thrones live concert experience, Wells Fargo Center. I mean, what other <laughs> song are they going to play other than the theme song? Is there anything else? that for three hours. <laughs> yep. You better hope they're serving alcohol that night. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is there any other memorable song? Honestly. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe they'll play that song in like 30 different ways. Um, there's like videos online. Oh my God, it's two hours. <laughs> it's a two hour concert. Nope. Pass on that one. See ya. A hundred bucks for tickets. I mean, those are the for highest that? price. Yeah, for that. Uh, 40 yeah. bucks, but you're sitting on the, like basically on the ceiling. And what does it matter? You're going to listen to the theme song for two hours. Who cares? Uh, right, right. I know. You can sit in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Game of Thrones, J. Cole. I don't know who that is. Do is he a country you? guy? Sounds like a country guy. Possibly. I don't know who he is. No, he's not country at all. Zero. Oh, rapper. Okay. Rapper, singer, songwriter, and record producer. Uh, I'll pass. Pass on him. Um, gorillas. That could be Sem- good. Semi interesting. Yeah. Uh, Florence and the Machine. I'm not going to waste my uh, four, four tickets on Florence and the Machine. No, the dog days are over, dude. <laughs> WWE Raw. Uh, almost a thousand percent yes, uh, and and not because I'm a WWE fan, just because I would. Yeah. Enjoy the spectacle. Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey going to oh, be there? Yeah. Maybe. Probably, right? Dude, if, if she's there, that's the one. All right. This list gets a little bit better here. Go um, ahead. Metallica? Probably. Huh? Eh? Yeah. Josh Groban? Could... No, mm. thanks. Kevin Hart? Yes. Uh, yes, but like I could also watch a YouTube video or like a Netflix special or something like that. Well, it depends on what he's doing. If he's got a new hour or whatever of material, then might be the one. Is it, yeah. now you get four tickets to one of these. He gets four yeah. tickets to one of these. One, not of like them. four of them. Just one. Okay. Right. Four right. tickets to one. All uh, right. So Kevin Hart. Penn State versus Princeton. Eh. Sorry. Basketball? Yeah. Hockey. Uh, Is it basketball or hockey? Maybe hockey. Eh. I mean, Penn State's got a good hockey team, but I don't know. No thanks. Hockey. Nope. Uh, Not interested. uh, I mean, I'm a hockey fan. I would want to see Penn State, but out of that list, am I really going to use four tickets to see that? Mm. Uh, Justin Timberlake. 
Oh, could be, could be a good one. That would be cool to see. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, out of that whole list, I think the most talent is probably Justin Timberlake. Is he the last one on the list? No. There's Disney okay. on Ice. Disney on Ice. That's it. That's the one. That's the last. That's the last one on the list. Obviously, um, we built up to Justin Timberlake, and and Disney on Ice is the best. Yeah, that's toss up between those two. Um, no, I would. Okay, Metallica. Sure, that could be it. I don't know, man. I would like to see Metallica play three songs, and then I think I'd be like, okay, I'm done. With <laughs> yeah, this. right. Right. I don't think I could sit through a whole Metallica concert. It's yeah. Just, I mean, it's not that into him. Uh, yeah. Drake, your dad could do the Kiki challenge all night uh, if he wants to, if he goes to see Drake. So, I ah, know, no Drake. Dude, it's either going to be Kevin Hart or Justin Timberlake. Those are, your, those are your picks. No WWE? Oh, I forgot about WWE. No. If Ronda Rousey's there, it's WWE 100%. That will be probably one of the most, and I'll phrase it this way, most interesting experiences at a live event that you could ever have. I'm that's, willing to bet. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, I mean, Justin Timberlake would, would be for sure awesome and very entertaining. Um, Kevin Hart, I'd laugh a lot. Uh, and I would have a really good time. But like WWE... I've never been to anything quite like that before. Been to tons of concerts and comedy shows, but there's just like a it's an it's an event, a full encompassing like yeah. part part spectacle, part entertainment. <laughs> the crowd is probably very entertaining as well. Yeah, uh I would say that's the best one to choose out of all the options because you don't got to be fully invested in what's going on the whole time. You can kind of just, I mean, it's, it's probably gonna be like a three hour event. Yeah. Right. Of just half naked dudes and um, maybe, maybe some half naked girls. There you go. Maybe Ronda Rousey, maybe Ronda Rousey with, with her, her uh, spandex on, you know, by the way, she has the shittiest logo <laughs> out of, out well, of anybody I, in WWE. Her, her Rowdy like, Ronda her, Rousey. Yeah, her branding, like, not the name. I mean, the name is fine, sure, but, like, it, it just looks like 80s, like, crappy comic book style. Well, dude, she's she's like the second coming of Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's that's where she got it from. Yeah. I, I, I get it, I guess. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but But still, that would be the event. I mean... I went to a WWF event when I was a kid. My dad took me to uh, the Spectrum. I think Hulk Hogan wrestled. And uh, it was when we had, you know, these old, the old cameras, not like the disposable ones, the ones you had to take to the, the CBS yeah. and get the film developed. So I don't yeah. know what happened, but apparently we got the film, the, the pictures developed and we got them back. And there's a lot of pictures on there of this lady in front of us bending over in front of us and her, like down her, her shirt like boob, boob <laughs> shots and hey. uh my dad tried to blame it on me like i had i was like nine i'm like <laughs> he tried to blame it on me i was pushing the camera i still think he was uh he was snapping some pics <laughs> of the lady in front of us hey you do what you got to do i guess um so so my point is that if you go to this event you got to make sure that you inadvertently snap some pictures of some some random people so, some randos um, yeah, randos spe speaking of half half naked women and whatnot i had to look up what the kiki challenge was and um you just looked it up now i did just look it up now and uh i'm on buzz videos uh <laughs> best kiki challenge compilation ever and um i wish i had this much time in my life to <laughs> To do this stuff? <laughs> to do this stuff. <laughs> Where I'm just like, is it? D what? 
Like these are like yeah. complicated dance moves, and I mean the the video quality is not great, but like I, I don't know. Well, they, they, you got to watch the clips of people get hit by cars. Yeah, what's the or challenge? Like is that you just get out of the car and just dance. You do like this? I don't know. You like you do the, the the some dance, and then you mouth the words to Drake's song, and uh, it's playing in the car stereo. You know, Kiki, do you love me? Whatever, however it goes, and then people get hit by cars. That's what I've seen. <laughs> or they fall out of the car, or like the, yeah. they they get out of the car. They're driving the car, right? This is these are the smart people that are making these videos. They're driving the car. They get out. And the car keeps going, and they are amazed. It keeps oh going. yes, I've seen I've seen some guy who who got out of the driver's side, and and the car was still going, and the door locked. It just plows into a whole line of parked cars, and uh, I didn't know what the heck the person was doing. I just thought he was acting like an idiot and dancing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's. That's what happened. People are getting hit by cars. They're falling out of the cars. They're getting their legs run over. There's an article right here that says Kiki challenge police warn against dangerous viral dance. Oh my God. <laughs> this is what, this is what we deal with today. Uh, yeah. Google, uh, not Google, go on Instagram and type in hashtag Kiki challenge and just see some of the shit that comes up when you get uh. some free time. You'll uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I, I based on what I'm seeing on YouTube, I'm worried that my wife is going to be angry. If you look him up on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's for it's all in the name of humor. Oh my god! There's one dude. There's a picture of a guy running into a pole. Here's a police officer who uh, looks like he had some trouble with the Kiki Challenge. 50 miles per hour Kiki Challenge. All right, this this could be entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now see, now I'm thoroughly engaged. I'm completely entertained. Yeah, this this would be, uh, this could be, you know, a good half hour of your time. These guys are flying. In this video, they are flying. Is he going to fall out? He's going to fall out of the car. He's going to fall out of the car. Seven minutes? Come on, get to the part where this guy. Oh yeah, here it is. Annihilated. Wow, this guy in a red shirt. He's sticking his head out while it's. Hold on, no. Hold on. Are they? Oh, they. Oh, they're doing it with like a skateboard. Uh, like no, green, no, green like screen. Green screen. Come on, That's guys. BS. Uh, got me to watch it though. All I'm right. telling you, just look up. Look, let's look up. Kiki challenge fails when you have some time. You'll uh, you'll be you'll be pre- pleasantly entertained by the people <laughs> falling out of the cars, getting hit by cars, running into poles, just being idiots. Excellent. Uh, I will do. I will do that. Now that I'm, I'm thoroughly turned off by the guy that tricked me into watching his video and getting paid, and didn't actually jump out of a moving car at 50 miles per hour. I think I've had yeah, you should write the internet for the day. You should, you should write him a letter. Um, <laughs> a strongly worded so, comment. Yeah, yeah. And does he have a suggestion box somewhere? You could drop a suggestion in a suggestion box. Um. All right. We got through everything we wanted to. We got Penn State, Notre Dame. We talked about the Kiki Challenge. That was on my list, so I knew we wanted to talk about that. And then uh, <laughs> we settled what you're gonna what what tickets you're gonna get to go uh, to the uh, non sporting event at the uh, at the Wells Fargo Center. It's gonna be WWE Raw. That's WWE. it. There's no other choice. I just text back my whole family WWE or GTFO. <laughs> G- or G T E F O. I had to think about it. L M F A O. Yeah, there you go. F A O Schwartz. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you next week, or maybe this weekend. Enjoy the bachelor party. Yeah, I'll let you know if if, if I'm still alive. 
Yeah, uh, well, you survived <laughs> last week, so. Did we make that same joke last week? If he's still alive. Yep, I, <laughs> I did. I did for sure. Might be a weekly thing. Um, there's there's some other good college football games on, so if you got time during the day, watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, – my daughter's into football, so she's relatively easy to convince to watch. Yeah, bring, bring her up right, Jeff. Yeah. Bring her up right. All right, man. Till next time. All right. Bye. Bye.